Welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music, Episode 43. This just in, 43% of Americans do not believe in statistics. Thanks to David Shockley from the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast. It took me six takes to get that right. But anyway, check out Maximum Mediocrity Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Don't hold my speech impediment against them. This week, it's part two with Nick Gonnering. If you heard part one, you know that Nick is a very talented singer-songwriter. He plays a 12-string guitar, and he has a very soulful voice that really complements his soulful music. He puts a lot of uh, thought into his lyrics, and he's very spiritual, um, as you can hear in his music and in his interview. You can find Nick on nickgonneringmusic.com and also by searching on Facebook or Instagram for Nick Gonnering Music. There you can find out uh, where he plays. You can see clips of his songs. And he has a music writing uh, workshop coming up that he's going to be taking part in. He's going to be teaching along with some other folks. And you can find out more details about that. We'll put details about that as soon as I confirm them here. Before you do all that, though, take about 35 minutes or so and listen to Nick Gonnering. You could probably do it at the same time that you listen. California One year in the moss of care 
This last year, 2018, um, had a really close friend of mine pass away, actually, in a motorcycle accident. And um, it shook my whole perception of what like life is about, really, because it was like a really, I mean, he was like my brother, you know, and he was only 24 when he passed. So it's a really, really like young time for someone to to go and then like in this guy's life he just has done so much and so many people talk about him in that way that says like adam changed my life he's like the the biggest influence in my life and uh, all these people were talking telling these stories at his funeral and um so what i took away from that was that there's no guarantee you really don't ever know what tomorrow is going to bring you know and it's almost cliche to say it but it's so true so mm -hmm. true to say that like you don't know you never know if you're guaranteed tomorrow or the next 10 minutes or you know a year or 10 or 20 from now so what do you want to do what do you think that your life should be doing what do you think you should be doing in your life what are you called to do what inspires you screw everything else and go do that Mm -hmm. because otherwise it could literally just happen it, like like he was riding his motorcycle something that he loves doing and it was just like a corner got taken wrong or like no one actually knows what happened right. but the the he lost control of the bike and and that was it it was so quick you know so <clears throat> for him he'd crossed so many things off of his bucket list and he'd done so many amazing things in his life and and given other people around him such a good quality of life. Um, it's almost like we all kind of joked around that he got his list done early. You yeah, know, yeah. he just crossed everything off. He's like, all right, well, now I'm just going to be happy and yeah, and keep going. And then, you know, poof, just like that. But um, Maine sprouts from that idea of just like going to do whatever it is that makes you happy. And the reason why Maine is the subject is because my wife and I, when we took the motorhome trip, in 2016 for the centennials of the national park um our initial plan was to go east and go to maine mm -hmm. for acadia but looking along the east coast there's only like acadia and then like a few scant parks throughout yeah otherwise you're just driving through you know the appalachian mountains or um all the way up to these one of the ones in new york uh, Adirondacks. Adirondacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah duh. Um, so we went west, and it was always like a a goal to make it back east mm -hmm. and go and and do that. 
and uh, we haven't gone yet. So it's like one of those things on oh, the okay. list that's yeah. like pending yeah. and uh, we want to go. We want to get it taken care of so that we can say that we've done it and we feel fulfilled in that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because it is like going back to that, like no guarantees. Of, yeah. Like if we don't do it now, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
on the note of national parks, when we did take the motorhome trip in 2016, um, we sold everything and bought the motorhome. And the only thing that we really kept were like, you know, a backpack's worth of clothes and I had my guitar and then, uh, you know, a few other things. But my guitar came with us. We traveled all around with it. And when we got to California, which was like three or four months into the trip already, um, that was the first time that I really picked up my guitar and played it. And I was like, wow, you know, like, this is something that I really love doing. Mm -hmm. This is like my, this is my business now, especially. And, um, you mean that's the first time you picked it up on that trip or? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cause we were just not the first time you ever played guitar. No, no, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, but yeah, on that trip for like three or four months, I didn't play guitar because Mm -hmm. it was just like, you wake up in the morning, you're in like a Walmart parking lot or in a place that you have to be out of by like noon. Mm -hmm. And then you, Pack everything down in the motorhome, eat breakfast, drink some coffee quick, and then you're like on your phone looking to see where the next place that you can stay is or, yeah. you know, the transient lifestyle is just not not very conducive to like sitting down for a little bit of time and being creative and yeah. and writing music or whatever. So the first time that I, that I really played was we were parked on uh, Highway 1 in California and we were like right on the ocean Mm -hmm. and i was just like this is perfect i'm gonna we're camped out here for like a week i'm just gonna play some guitar so i picked up my guitar and i started playing the the intro of that song and just something that i was messing around with and i kind of jotted down some lyrics and uh you know i continued i continued going through my songs and and doing this stuff and i recognized like how much i had fallen backwards in Mm -hmm. my playing and how i'd kind of lost the quality that I had before we left. Yeah. And um, I had this big struggle with myself all the way through. Um, we were there for like a week and then we ended up going into the Sierra Nevada mountain range and I was in Sequoia National Park. And I finally like got so frustrated with myself because uh, I was just like having this like writer's block and like mm-hmm. having this huge moment with myself where I was like, man, I'm like a musician, but I haven't done this in so long. Like, what's wrong with me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. why, how could I let something that I care about so much, like, kind of fall to the wayside? And it was, like, that moment in Sequoia. We're under these huge trees, and it's a full moon. And I, like, went out walking at night just to go, like, clear my mind. And it was the moment that I really decided, like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do this more full time. And, like, I'm going to finally, like, follow that dream because... I've been talking about it and doing it for so long. Like what the next step is just to, to go and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, that song kind of came as like a culmination of all of that. Uh, so it's, yeah, it starts in the ocean and then kind of makes its way into mm-hmm. land. Yeah. So, um, that's three years ago. Um, and now you're a full-time musician. Mm-hmm. Did you think you'd, um, how long did it take you to like really be a full-time musician? Well, uh, we came back from the trip. So a couple months go by and I I was playing more on the road, still not as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I came back and when we landed in Wisconsin, and I say landed because 
we got there like the day the snow fell uh-huh. and we had this big motor home. We're driving in and we're just like, we were like, it was like the last straw. Like uh-huh. we had planes, trains and automobiles kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, like we had stuff stolen off of our motor home uh-huh. and like just kind of a crazy progression that brought us back home. But got home and almost immediately uh, we were staying with uh, my wife's mom and my mother-in-law and then my mom. And um, we were like saving money and working and it was like as soon as we got there, I started writing music again. And that's when uh, the Finding My Niche album really came out and like came into full fruition of, you know, I have these songs that I've been working on. Some of them I've been holding on to. Some of them I wrote while I was on the road. All of it encompasses that that traveling feeling. And it's like a quick sketch of an album. And... um, yeah, I started writing continuously for the next six months. And then I recorded that album almost in like a, a one take oh, wow. kind of mm-hmm. studio situation and got it mastered, recorded, mastered and completed the week before we left in the van. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a five month process to make that happen and then to get into the studio and do it. It was like one week and then we just took off. Yeah. So I had the recordings and I, I came here and then I pressed the album. I, I had like 500 copies made. And as I was playing here more and more, because I got here and I just did full-time music. I had a little money saved up, but I just had to start building my community here again. Yeah. And um, that's when it really started taking off full-time was once I came here. Yeah. Um, because I have a new area to play in mm-hmm. there's so many new people that i can meet um there's so many new little pockets to play in around mm-hmm. the mountains and little mountain communities that have really good music but once you made that decision i mean you were you were pretty you didn't pause you no you made a decision kept going yeah. yeah that was it i yeah i couldn't i mean i just couldn't turn back on it you mm-hmm. know i just felt so strongly that that's what i needed to do to just be fully me and then uh to strip even that away was like i just felt called to to just create and i always have and and just having that as my medium and my outlet has been it's always been really good for me Hey 
face my fear Light is a newer song, which is, um, yeah, it all ties in again, like that same theme of like just digging up your roots. And we work with this concept of roots a lot, my wife and I. And, um, there's something inside of you that happens when you're hurt. You get this mm-hmm. little, we call it the bear. Mm-hmm. So, and you're talking to people and you it's like playing battleship, you know, there's like something that you can't talk about with this person, you know, there's yeah. always something that like is like touchy, you know, mm-hmm. it's the bear. You don't want to poke the bear, <laughs> right. and your hand bit off, you know. Right. So um, we play around with this concept a lot and and it relates back into the idea of the roots of like you have all these trees that like grow in your mind and the roots can be 
like really toxic and really bad. And you don't know why they're growing that way or how this whole tree has grown from this. But, mm. you know, when you really get down into it, it's like, okay, so why, why am I actually angry about this? You know, say like, you know, the dishes aren't done or something. And it just like drives you nuts. You're like, why am I so angry about this? And like you follow that little root down. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, because I like order in my life. I like to have clean space around me. Well, why do why do I like that so much? Then it goes back to something like from your childhood. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I grew up in a, a really messy household or something. Not me personally, but just as yeah. an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up in this household that didn't have, you know, like a clean environment around me. And the only way that I found to be able to control that is to have cleanliness around me, you know. So like all these concepts that that kind of filter back to a deeper root that vibrates out from you. So all the surface stuff is, um, it's easy to see, oh, you don't like the dishes not being done, but then you have to do the work to like go and dig in, get yeah. those roots. So Guiding Light is like a, a song about, about that, of like, there's a, a light and an energy that can, can work through you to help you like clear those roots up really easy. Mm-hmm. but you have to be open to it. You have to be brave enough to go in and face your own fears. What makes you tense up? What makes you so like, get away from me, Right. you know? And um, just working with that. And be ready to face your part of it. Yeah, as exactly. Well. Yeah. You have to do your own work. Yeah. Because you can, I mean, even if you're like a therapist, you can only guide people so much before... They have to pick up the pieces and, and, and do their own work. More from Nick Gonnering in just a few moments. I want to remind you to go to nickgonneringmusic.com or search for Nick Gonnering Music on Facebook or Instagram. Also, subscribe to WNC Original Music wherever you would normally subscribe to a podcast. This is Alicia Sharpeau, and you are listening to WNC Original Music.
describe it's like um how do i say like settling in fine yeah to yourself it's so it says it right in the song yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah. just like finding a way to to yourself to what you think you are beyond just like your body your form you know, there's a line in that song that says, in my dreams, I am the river overflowing the life giver. Um, and it's, uh, okay. And then it says, never track to steps outside the shore. So it's like, you know, the river is this river and I will float out to the sea where I will lose all sense of me, but still I know my essence never changes. But the idea that the river will flow into the sea doesn't mean that it's not still the river. It's just the water that's flowing through. It's like life force that flows through all things and changes form, but is essentially not changing. Like your soul or your life energy uh, can't be affected really by the world around you because the soul is timeless. It's like unhurt by the things of this body you know yeah. like you can feel upset about things but really in the long run it's like this energy that like works through you as like your soul i guess uh for lack of a better word is not affected by these things it's just always giving you energy always yeah. giving you life 
And you say, uh, in my dreams. Um, so at first I was thinking maybe that's like an aspirational thing, but is mm-hmm. it more like in your dreams, that's where it's revealed the, 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 that, that yeah. situation is revealed to you. Like dreaming state. Yeah. Uh, and dreaming is like another form of that too, of like the strangest expression of life. Cause you're awake in your dream and you're doing things and you are this like form that you see of yourself mm-hmm. or you could be anything. Like I've had dreams where I'm like an animal or I'm different things. And it always makes me think of what is my consciousness? What is my life that like comes into me? And then how do I go to sleep at night, travel the world in my dreams or travel into these like, odd scenarios or you know like things that are from my real life but not my real life and i am just like making my way and then somehow i pull all my particles back together and wake up in the morning (laughs) you know it's such a strange concept
So, uh, Hope It Helps is one of my latest uh, songs. And I recognize that over the last couple of years for like everybody, it's been just wildly unforeseen. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened, even to just people that I talk to, like outside of politics. Politics is a whole nother realm. But um, there's so much stuff going on and so many people are affected in some way uh, negatively, you know. And um, I, as a songwriter, really only have one job, and that's to write these songs. And I can either choose to write about something that's like uplifting or something that's negative. And it kind of plays back into the music as a mantra thing. But um, to go with just something uplifting and just give back as an artist is like the the number one thing to do for me <laughs> like so hope it helps is is just a song for for everybody where i just hope that in some way writing that song and playing it out in front of people can boost some inspiration uh for the people around me that hear it and they know that maybe they're not alone in like just feeling crazy yeah, <laughs> about yeah. the stuff that's been going on and and that like there are people that are thinking about these things and there there are people that are not aloof to the same things that people are going through yeah. consistently there, there's always someone that you can relate with and um giving that song is just just i hope it helps in some way to to help people you know like it says it's like i hope it helps you find your center in these most confusing times uh, hope it opens up your heart and mind to truly feel divine or sublime, I should say. Um, and just, yeah, it's just love, you know? So that sentiment would apply to like all your music. You want all your music to help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's all I can really do, you know, in a selfish way. Would I love to sell like millions of copies of albums and mm -hmm. have songs that just sell out and people just like them? Sure. Whatever. But at the same time, there's no depth to that, you know, there's, and I think that that's kind of like the, the musical revolution that's been happening over the last, you know, 15, 20 years is like, there's this from like 2000 on, it's just like this music that's kind of good, but kind of stale. Hmm. And like a lot of the genres that have become like main yeah. staples to our society are like just really you know formulaic like, and yeah exactly yeah. they're very very structured mm. like soulless songs cynically written almost yeah exactly yeah. and um and just in general it's like i just want to have like more depth to my music mm. because my music is so much part of me and it's helped me grow so much that if i can put it out there and share it in some way then i can more than likely connect with people and that's really what music is about is like people coming together through rhythm people coming together through song it's been going on for thousands of years you know it's like structured into our dna to respond to that and if it's something that's coming from the the heart and the soul more so than just like the bank account yeah you know then it's it's just a way more true i i feel like it's more more true in mm. in some sense all right i want to thank nick gonnering for being on the show and just being an excellent guest 
we actually talked quite a bit more than this, so uh, probably what I'm going to do is put up an extended episode in a few weeks, several weeks. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, make sure, if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode one with Nick. That one's also very good. At the time of this recording, Nick will be uh, live at Laura's in Burnsville, North Carolina on April 12th, and he will be at the French Broad River Brewery, oh, brewery, uh, the French Broad River Brewery on April 18th. That's just the next two of several shows Nick has planned. So go to his Facebook page, click on that events tab, and you're going to see a lot of stuff, a lot of options to see Nick around town and around the state. Make sure to sign up for or follow or like or whatever WNC Original Music on Facebook, Instagram. Um, Go subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. I think that's, uh, you know, that's kind of understood. You're listening to a podcast anyway. You're listening to it, so if you like it, you would go subscribe to it. You would assume there were more episodes, right? I guess. That's what I like about you. You figure things out. All right, have a good week. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so very much.